0: From Heterodox Academy, I'm Zach Roush on Heterodox Out Loud. Today, the role and impact of religious viewpoint diversity in higher education. Today, a subject rarely discussed at Heterodox Academy. And Seth Kaplan argues we have a blind spot. Issues of religious viewpoint diversity, he says are often ignored, and we're at a great loss because of it. We decided to respond. This episode is part of a new effort this summer to explore the nuances of religious viewpoint diversity within higher education. On July 26, we're gonna be hosting a live event on the tensions between religious faith and truth-seeking in both secular and religious colleges and universities. Dr. Kaplan is a professor of advanced international studies at Johns Hopkins University. Now his blog, Religion, a Viewpoint Diversity Blindspot, written by Seth Kaplan and narrated by Richard Davies.
1: This piece has been lightly edited for audio purposes. Heterodox Academy attempts to foster viewpoint diversity on university and college campuses and has defended a number of people, including Amy Wax, Erica and Nicholas Christakis, and Brett Weinstein, who have adopted unpopular yet legitimate opinions—unpopular in the sense that they ran against the grain of many students, professors, or even university administrators. Heterodox Academy has done a good deal of research spotlighting the lack of political diversity in institutions of higher learning. However, the organization has done far less work analyzing the dearth of religious perspectives within the Academy or emphasizing the value of those perspectives— That is, while the organization's membership may be politically diverse, few seem interested in directly challenging or even problematizing the prevailing secular mindset of the academy. Yet, religious commitments are arguably more essential to ideological viewpoint diversity than political affiliation. After all, religious belief is likely to be a more integral part of one's identity, worldview, and community than politics. For many, religious belief grounds their existence in something higher than politics or even country. Religious students, professors, and administrators do not just hold subjective ideas in their heads. These core commitments help orient every other facet of life. One cannot, therefore, regard those beliefs as something they ought to compartmentalize when approaching research or teaching. Indeed, the impulse to do so is a very recent development. Tradition as Taboo Discrimination against religion is becoming more overt in academia than discrimination based on political convictions, whereas the latter is typically dished out informally through recruiting and promotion practices, the selective enforcement of rules, the discouragement of dissonant discourse, and social pressure, the former has in some cases been formally mandated. Not only are religious, especially Judeo-Christian perspectives, downplayed or even suppressed and overt religious behavior frowned upon, but in some cases religious organizations are being expelled from campus life for simply organizing themselves around or expressing beliefs derived from their sacred texts. It must be noted that these are voluntary organizations. Students and others are not compelled to join or attend. Shifting views on sexuality and gender identity have brought simmering tensions between the secular academy and religious belief into plain view, as traditional Jewish, Christian, and Muslim positions are increasingly viewed by students and administrators as bigoted and offensive— Students want to be cosseted from views that may discomfort them. Administrators want to avoid taking a stand that will be attacked by students, the media, and possibly government officials. As a result, student religious organizations, such as InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, are being expelled for refusing to alter the requirement that leaders commit to Christian beliefs. This has happened at Vanderbilt University, Rollins College, Grinnell College, and for a period of time at the 23 campuses of Cal State University. A national religious organization that trains youth is relocating a summer program from a university in California because pending state legislation poses legal risks related to the organization's teaching. Scholarly associations are apologizing for organizing an event at a religious university before moving it off campus as happened with the Society for Political Methodology's annual meeting at Brigham Young University. In California, Bill AB 2943 threatens to penalize any institution, including a college or university, which promotes traditional biblical views on gender, sexual orientation, and marriage. Nationally, Christian colleges and universities are faced with the possibility that their federal funding will be withdrawn at some point. For instance, if Title IX is expanded to include LGBT persons, as the Obama administration tried to do. This would block students' access to Perkins loans and Pell Grants, and it would likely have implications for accreditation as well. More broadly, it would demonstrate the government's power to circumscribe the realm of religion, limiting it to private worship and prohibiting public witness. Measuring the Problem Anecdotal evidence of anti-religious bias in academia is not hard to find. However, surprisingly little research has been undertaken to quantify it. Among the scarce resources on the Heterodox Academy website on this topic is an interview with the University of North Texas sociologist George Yancey, one of the few scholars who has made this issue central to their professional calling. He has shown that while professors are unlikely to know much about evangelical beliefs or to associate with evangelicals, they nonetheless tend to hold very strong negative opinions about them. Indeed, professors are, on average, more biased against Christian fundamentalists and evangelicals than they are against Republicans. He reports Almost half of all academics were less willing to hire a candidate for an academic job if they learned that the person was a conservative Protestant. Meanwhile, John Gartner has shown that acceptance into clinical psychology graduate programs is negatively affected if the applicant is a conservative Christian. The idea that religious believers cannot think rationally seems to pervade academia even though there is no evidence to support what is, essentially, an irrational belief. This bias impacts more than hiring decisions. It taints research outcomes, too. Brent Slife and Jeffrey Reber have shown how prejudice against theism undermines psychological research. There are studies examining anti-religion bias in anthropology and social work as well. As Jonathan Haidt writes in The Righteous Mind, morality binds and blinds. Many secular scientists misunderstand religion because they ignore this principle and examine only what is most visible. Consequently, they risk missing major issues or factors influencing outcomes in their field of studies that religious scholars might not. Disregard for religion impoverishes fields such as sociology, psychology, medicine, and even economics, where belief, religious practice, and community can play an underappreciated yet important role shaping how individuals behave, communities evolve, and even societies develop. It can, for example, explain why some places, for instance Utah, have much better social outcomes than their neighbors, Nevada, for example. Research undertaken by Robert Putnam and David Campbell for American Grace shows how religion impacts a wide range of individual behaviors and social outcomes. This blind spot on religion has real-world implications, too. It weakens American understanding of global affairs, where religion plays a prominent role. Few foresaw the religious revival that has characterized much of the world in recent decades. Few paid heed to the rise of Islamists in the Middle East before 9-11, and few today are well-versed in the religious beliefs and groups that shape societies from Africa to the Middle East to South Asia and beyond. Heterodox Academy – Viewpoint Diversity and Religion Nick Phillips' essay on the limits of viewpoint diversity in the Heterodox Academy blog helpfully notes that the boundary between which ideas are settled and which are not is more fluid than it might initially seem. Wicked problems often turn largely on moral disputes, and understanding of religion can equip us to bridge these divides. Resolving moral problems requires asking hard questions about what is good, what is right, and what really makes a person better off. How can we, for example, reach consensus about the right balance between retributive justice and reconciliation without including religious voices, given the large share of Americans who are religious? Indeed, American history boasts numerous examples, from the fight to end slavery, to reducing government corruption in the 19th century, to ensuring the civil rights of African Americans, where religion played a crucial role in tackling what were once viewed as wicked problems. We might be missing important religious contributions to settled problems in our world today, not because those contributions aren't important or present, but because we aren't looking for them. How could Heterodox Academy address this lacuna? It could, for example, promote the use of surveys or studies to better understand the religious makeup of faculty, administrators, and students and how they are affected by the lack of viewpoint diversity, the narrowing space for legitimate debate, unfair recruitment and promotion practices, and intolerance of religion on campus. It could highlight the issues affecting religious groups and individuals working or studying in universities and colleges more in its blog posts weekly updates, and podcasts. It could make a greater effort to involve academics from theology or religious studies fields. It could publish articles parsing the differences between political conservatives and religious academics. Not all of the latter are members of the former, and vice versa. And explore how these differences affect research methods, interests, and findings. Despite the myriad challenges to protecting political viewpoint diversity and freedom of speech in academia today, Heterodox Academy has boldly undertaken the challenge. Yet it must now go one step further and also explore the limits and potential of religious belief on campus as well. Seth Kaplan, Religion,
0: a Viewpoint Diversity Blind Spot. To learn more about religious viewpoint diversity in higher education, Register for our live event, Faith and Truth Seeking. What is the role of religion in higher ed? It's on July 26th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You can register at heterodoxacademy.org. And if you'd like to add your take on religious viewpoint diversity, consider submitting a blog. You can reach out to us on blogging at our website. This is Heterodox Out Loud. If you enjoy our podcast, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen and leave us a review. The podcast team at Davies Content produces this show. I'm Zach Roush, thanks for tuning in.